as a player, I could see, okay, um, you know, my I experienced, you know, what's very close to a concussion. You know what I mean? Like, I'll know this in real time. And then my coach, who also has, a, like, an iPad on the side of the field, you yeah. also know. So if he needs to take me out because I got hit too hard, he can take me out. Did you guys win that one? Because that sounds sick. Yeah. So, man, this is, like, one of the first ones we didn't win, bro. So we got third place at that one. I mean, that's still a win. Yeah. Yeah, that's still a win. That's still we win. just wanted the first place. But, no, it was definitely – it was smooth. Um, and it was another HBCU competition, too, so none but HBCUs. Did, did you guys um wait what do I want to say question I had now yeah so did you guys make the app or you just pitched the idea yeah so usually what we do for pitch competitions um uh, so let me rephrase so there's two different types of ways we pitch right we either do a pitch competition or we do a hackathon and so like mm-hmm. a hackathon you have to code like that's mandatory that's part of the competition um but usually for pitch competitions what we do is we create mock-ups like the the design of the app um, and so we actually use a mock-up software that basically we create how the screens will look and we make them interactive so you can press stuff, but it's not real code. It's just for demonstration purposes. Okay, so what kind of what kind of language does mock-up? Because I so, know about, oh, okay. I know about like no. Vision Studio. That's yeah. what you use for me. You said what studio? Envision Studio. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So we're all right, bam, there you go. So Envision Studio is a prototype of software. Uh, the one we use, and we got, we actually have like a, the cool thing about it, you can have a student account. So it's free. You can have as many people on it as you want to. Uh, but we use Figma. Figma is the best one. I'll send y'all the link to. Um, and if y'all, if y'all ever, bro, just want to learn how to do it, bro, y'all can just call me one day. I'll walk y'all through it, bro, to be honest. But Figma. Uh, yeah, Figma is like the clutches one. So Figma is, is simply like, I'm, you got to know how to design, obviously. But I'm just putting the shapes, like to make the buttons and stuff like that. I'm putting the different mm-hmm. text where you got to be. Um, I wish I was on my computer so I could share it with y'all. Y'all could see, but um, that's how Figma works. But Figma is like the biggest one we use. Envision Studio is another good one, but you have to pay for Envision Studio. And I'm broke, you know what I mean? And then uh, how can you be broke, my guy? Why are you doing <laughs> We're respectively broke, you know. You gotta act like you're broke. That's how you stay rich, man. That's how you stay. Oh rich. yeah, yeah, true, true. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that down. Right. Respectively broke, bro. Respectively, bro. I respect that I'm broke. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. not. You know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So now that we are like on this pitch competition topic, do you mind like telling us about um? How it feels to be in the pitch condition, like the pressure and everything. Hey, wait, 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 wait. So that he doesn't have to repeat himself. I was like, I us to start the podcast. I already started recording. You already started recording. <laughs> wow. Okay, nice, nice. All right, that's actually cool. Now it feels so. I didn't even know I was asking kind of those kind of questions. I was just asking questions I'll ask you on like on the normal day. But... Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was the question though, Richard? Yeah, so um now I want the pitch competition question. Like, what does how does it feel like to be in a pitch competition? What what's the aspect mm-hmm. like? Like just being in one, man. Yeah. Uh like I, I thoroughly love before I even explain it, I love pitch competition. Like if there was one thing I could do, you know what I mean, versus like I, I could pitch all day. Uh so like I love being there. Um, but like for me, like I've seen I started pitching my sophomore year when I had no coding experience and I never pitched in front of people before. And it was at something for Google. So I was super nervous, right? Like I never did it before. Um, but like, I just, I love being there, the atmosphere of it. Because first of all, pitch competitions are mad competitive. 
but they're also meant to help you with your career. So, like, a lot of them are sponsored. Like, the one I was talking about with Comp City, that was sponsored by the NFL. Yeah. So, they had, like, a career fair, right, where, like, ESPN was there. Um, the NBA was there. The NFL was there. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. like, they, you don't feel as if, like, it's just, like, I'm here just to win something, right? Like, I could lose the competition, but maybe get an internship, too, from the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but with pitching, it's definitely intense, bro. It's definitely intense because – it's a lot of things you don't think about. Like, you, you literally have to come up with an idea because usually they're 24 to 48 hours. So from the day it starts, I got to make an idea, right? My idea got to be somewhat valid for us to move on it. Then I got to have a business plan behind it, technology behind it, and a presentation ready to explain everything. And, you know, all that has to be, like, shown in front of judges and you get judged. But um, being there, though, I definitely love the experience. I know all my guys, we, we love, like, doing That's why we do it so much. I mean, it's really rewarding, too, because, like, you meet a lot of great people. Um, like, some of the, the most, like, innovative people I've met from other schools is because I went to a pitch competition, and I met somebody who was just as good at designing, you know, as I am, if not better, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So, you just said you started coding your sophomore year. Yeah. That, that struck a nerve. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Wait, wait. So, your freshman year. Okay, wait. So, let me. So, this is just me. You know, most of the time, we all have like ideas set up in our head about the particular subject. So like say um, starting a business, people just think it's hard, it's just hard. Nobody's thinking about the benefits of how it's gonna build your character and everything. Or like yeah. um, investing, people are right. like, oh, it's a scam, it's a scam. So right, me, right. for coding, I'm like, you have to be coding since you're like seven. Nah. You know? <laughs> that's nah. what I think. So how was it for you? Like you said your freshman year you didn't code. So what yeah. were you in your freshman year? Um, no, so I, I coded my freshman year, but I wasn't that good. My first so let me explain. So like um I used to always think like similar to you, like dang, bro, I had to be coding since I was like five, or else I'm gonna be trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. if I didn't start coding in kindergarten, I'm probably not gonna make it. But uh so lucky for me, my high school back in Chicago, my senior year, I was able to take a programming class. And like, I, I knew I wanted to do something with computers. So I was like, I might as well take a programming class if the school offers it. And I didn't understand nothing, dog. Like the only thing I understood was the logic behind everything. Cause like computer science is very logic based. Like a step, there's a process for everything. Yeah. This has to be true, it has to be false. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I was starting to understand that. And we played a lot of good games. We did what's called logic puzzles, which is like yeah. a crossword puzzle. Uh, the best way to explain it is like, Annie has three apples, but she has two more than Tom. And it's mm-hmm. like, like Mac has two less than Tom, but is in a different room from Annie. You have to figure out where everybody fits. So like mm-hmm. those got me thinking logically um, that helped. But my freshman year, um, you know, I was, we were lucky enough how AM works. We got the GRR program, Google and Residence. So yeah. like, even though I was kind of trash, like I still had a, a mentor almost that worked at Google. And you have somebody that's been engineering at Google for like six months. So like with that alone, right, that like that that was enough for me to be like, okay, you know, I get the gist of this. So, like I got an A in the class, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I actually cared about the coding class. But mm-hmm. sophomore year, coding at a hackathon and coding in the classroom, two different things. So like mm-hmm. in class, you're doing very small assignments to do one little task, right? Until maybe you're a junior, you're doing projects. In a hackathon, dog, you're trying to create a whole app. And our school doesn't until recently. A&M hasn't even had uh, app development. That that wasn't even a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, just looking at it now, you know, like, looking back at things, 
um, you know, coming into it like a hackathon experience, you need a like well-rounded knowledge of code. Because if we come up with a crazy idea, like the idea we had for the first one was a mental health app and then an app that synced with your alarm clock. And like, first of all, I never made an app before. That was the problem. Like, I had to learn all that in like in six hours. We had to go crazy on tutorials. Uh, and then in addition to that, it's like, okay, now that I didn't watch these tutorials, now how do I make one? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. now how do I then apply that? So that's that's really what I think. And I think we're lucky in like 2020. Uh, I feel like if COVID has taught us anything, this is me dropping the gym, all right? Check me out. I feel hey, like if COVID, hey, hey. check me out, check me out. If COVID has taught us anything, right, is that the school system and like sitting in a classroom to get a degree, right, isn't as strong as it used to be, right? Because now like parents are questioning, like, what am I paying for my son? You know what I mean? If he can exactly. get it, at least at least for a technical world like us, like engineering, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like CS, because I can go get a certification or do a coding boot camp and I'll yep. spend three thousand dollars and that's it, right? And now I can True. go to Apple, I can go wherever. But um, with that being said, I there's a, the reason why I think coding isn't as difficult because you can learn that on your own, if that makes sense. Like I can watch YouTube tutorials all day on how to code and then learn how to code. Um, mm -hmm. But it's more like the practice. And what I tell people all the time, like the situation we were just talking about yesterday, like if you really think about it, and this is like, don't get me wrong, I think, I think we're great at what we do, but we really don't have any crazy unique skills. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still like a techie, right? But a designer at the same time, right? We have business management majors, right? We know mm -hmm. how to pitch an app. But it's mm -hmm. just like we're faithful with it. Like we're loyal to the game. Like every day I'm going to work on my skills. But that's the difference between us and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So like coding, it's, it's really not that difficult. It's like how determined can you be at coding is really what's, you know, setting you apart. So, so like from your sophomore year, like can you give a time range from when you were, you, so you started your sophomore year, like, oh, I need to do this. Could you give mm -hmm. like how many months or how many years where you're like, yeah, I'm the shit. I can code. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, like, I don't even say that now, bro. Because, like, the, the thing with coding is, like, every day there's new updates made. Like, for mm -hmm. a good example, okay, so we, we're only iOS native. So we only know how to make iPhone apps, right? We don't make Android apps. So we all have Macs. You can only make iPhone app with a Mac for the like, mm -hmm. background. Um, and so with that being said, the main language for doing that was Swift. It's this thing called Swift. That's still the main language, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. for making but then just to show you how like frequent things update. So Apple was like, they gonna change the game. Last summer at the developers conference, they announced Swift UI. So what Swift UI is, is like basically I can type in code to make designs now. So I'm not designing from scratch, if that makes yeah. sense. So like I can literally type in the word button like on my, on my, my code compiler and then it's gonna make a button, right? You know what I mean? And it can do something. Mm -hmm. And so, that's completely changed the game. And although that's really cool, that's now something new I got to learn. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I'm not, I'm never really going to be as great at it because it's always going to be more. And so uh, for like you and Richard who like don't know like the full scope of like development, there's a lot of different positions to develop. So there's front end developer, which is design work mainly. So connecting buttons to like what it does. There's mm -hmm. back end developer. So that's like a database. Um, that's like servers and stuff like that. That's when you got to send like data places. So every time you place an order and it gets sent somewhere, that's what that is. And then there's a full stack developer. So full stack developer means you know everything. Yeah. Like you, you, you an all American, all star, like in every skill. <laughs> uh, and with that being said, like that's one of my long-term goals. Like I do want to be as close to full stack for iOS as possible. Um, mm -hmm. But I would say in terms of like learning 
And when I think I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm pretty confident. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can I can get down in the cold. You know what I mean? Uh, I would say really junior year, because, uh, uh, you know, I'm a senior now. So I would say junior year solely because from sophomore to then, I had a year worth of hackathons. You know what I'm saying? Like just about every like two months, we were going to a new hackathon, learning a new skill and taking it further. And I was doing tutorials. I was doing a Swift UI course books, which are free, by the way. Apple offers the free Swift books. It's called Swift Programming 5 or something like that. Um, but I say that that was the point. And then we went to a pitch competition. No, we went to a hackathon, my bad. And I had this probably the most difficult one. And I was the main coder dog. And I had to make this joint that was like a text-to-speech. So basically, mm-hmm. it could take five different languages. It was for American Airlines. And so basically, mm-hmm. like, if I'm about to board my plane, right, and listen, I'm, I'm flying overseas, so I just came from France, right? I don't speak yeah. English, you know what I'm saying? Bonjour, croissants, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I know. <laughs> that's all I know. Uh, and so basically, it, it would be able to take whatever you're saying and then turn it into, like, English for somebody else to understand. Yeah. But it also lets you speak into the phone so that you could order food on your way to your flight. So, like, now True. I'm not stopping, you know what I mean, taking that mm-hmm. time. Um, but with that being said, that was something I had to really learn. So I think uh, just spending the time, like, studying stuff, like, slowly working on small projects. And then it helps that we're actual startups. So we do, like, you know what I'm saying, services for other people. Uh, and so, like, I have to be good. You know what I mean? Like, I have to continuously get better. And it's always, like, a new thing somebody wants. Like, somebody want a website, they got a map yeah. in it, and you can locate stores. Like, now I got to learn how to do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, so um, you said something about Swift. So recently, I was just kind of, like, kind of, dipping my leg into Swift and things like that. And then okay. I realized that um, they made, um, Apple recently released Xcode 12. So right. it's like, there's no really uh, much um, tutorials about it. So, you know, um, the Apple community is always changing. Actually, the Apple community is always changing. So how do you yeah. guys like keep up with it? How do you guys stay up, mm. stay up to date with it? Even though the community is not as strong as compared to Python. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would still say that Xcode, like Apple development community is strong. Uh, but I think like when we keep up with it it's more so because at the end of the day like we started watching YouTube tutorials like that's always going to be faithful like if I don't know how to do something so let me explain it so Googling is a million dollar skill if you can professionally (laughs) Google so like the reason why I say that because the code is so technical like you have to know the specific terms so a good example of problem I face there's this thing called optionals in Swift this is like one of the hardest things for me to learn so optional, I literally put a, a question mark at the end of a statement. But that means that whatever data this thing's about to take in can either be empty or it can't be empty. So a good example is like when you put a new contact in your phone, right? Mm-hmm. And you put their name, but you don't put last name, right? Because last name can be empty. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you handle those things? But what I'm saying is that that was kind of hard. That was kind of hard for me to learn. Like, that's a new skill. But I watched a YouTube video to learn how to do that properly in the code that makes sense in programming um so like I, I definitely say when it comes to keeping up youtube videos are super helpful but i also follow coding accounts on instagram yeah. so what i do personally is i have you know how you can bookmark things on instagram yeah yeah so what i Same do thing. is i have a folder for literally everything i got a folder that's called entrepreneur season i got a folder that's called opportunities a folder that's called scholarships i got a i got a uh, folder this called code, like literally COD in all caps because it's scary. You know what I mean? And like, that's why I keep everything that's code related. And so I follow a lot of great pages. There's a page called Blackbirds. And why they're really cool is because they they focus on Swift UI and then they like constantly 
uh, update books you can download. You got to pay for the books, but they, they're worth it. I would suggest it if you're trying to get in the Swift UI. But um, with that being said, like we just like stay in the community. Uh, another good thing you can use is Medium. So I don't know if you've heard of Medium, yeah. but basically it's a platform for you to write articles and you can publish those articles and you get paid every time somebody reads an article. So I like, mean myself, mm-hmm. I got like two articles up there. I'm trying to get more consistent with it. But you get paid a penny every time somebody looks, which is a small amount. But if you get hundreds of thousands, you know what I mean? People are looking at this article. So with that being said, there's different like uh, communities of publications you can join. So I'm in one of this program and I'm in one of this innovation. And so uh, me personally, though, out of everything I just said, I think YouTube and that the medium are the top two. Because medium, I get an email whenever somebody publishes something new about code. And it's real experts. You know what I'm saying? Talking, they think yeah. uh, like shooting pictures on how you code this. Um, sending links and stuff so that's how kind of how i stay updated um you know what's going on with the news so you mentioned um that you use youtube most of the time and i know talking to plenty of people who are involved in code not even being a cs major it could be like ee that also have a background in code mm-hmm they usually don't. They usually don't tell me about like the exact resources. So if you go to YouTube, which channel are you going to? <laughs> right, you're right. My bad. We should get more specific. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. one of the greatest. This is my my personal opinion. Like some people may differ. You know what I'm saying? But I think one of the greatest, like uh, Swift developers out there. His name is Chris Ching. Um, I'm. I don't even know how he stays up to date with what's going on. But he's always posting tutorials. And he's one of the greatest to me because first he has a downloadable book. He has email content. So he always tells me when something new is going on in the Swift world or the app development world. And on his YouTube channel, he breaks them up into chapters. So the very, my very first time learning how to code Swift was watching one of his videos. And it was like introduction to Xcode, something like that. Um, and then when I learned how to use a database for the first time, it was intro to Firebase, which is what Google used for the database. Um, mm-hmm. And so like looking at that, I definitely think he one of the greatest to do it because even today, like keep in mind, I first started in 2018 as a sophomore. Even today, he's still making YouTube videos for people um, and he's keeping them updated. So now he's talking about Swift UI, what the new thing is. Um, that's like my can top you, page. Sir. Can, can you spell the Chris chain? For sure. Uh, first name, Chris, C-H-R-I-S. Mm-hmm. And then his last name is Ching, C-H-I-N-G. Okay. Yeah, I yeah he's definitely goaded. Yeah, just check it on YouTube. It's Code with Chris. Code with Chris. Yeah, my bad. That's the yeah. Code with Chris. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned something about you know using your Instagram as the way to gaining knowledge. Um. So in Mm. this day and age, you know, everyone is always going on Instagram to kind of escape from reality or escape from work, and then they're mostly focused on the gossip, comedy, and everything. So you know, you know, how to really optimize or maximize um your social media to yourself i'm glad you asked so like that's that's one of the biggest things i'm on top of like how can i maximize my instagram like if i could give one of y'all my if y'all want my instagram for a day but i'll give y'all my instagram for you can see really how it works because like while other people swiping and seeing fresh fits and like you know what i mean what's looking good like I, when i tell you i'm learning on instagram like i'm taking it to the next so it all starts off with them I know how the Instagram algorithm works because like I'm a uh, I like designing and I know how to use hashtags to get my design seen like when I mm-hmm. like make designs on my page and so I had to actually study how that works. Um, but basically, I make sure I like the stuff I want to learn about. It's it's that simple. Like people don't think about it, but literally yeah. the Instagram algorithm. If I like like three to six pictures, 
of like X code, you know, being coded, I'm going to see three to five more pictures. You know what I mean? Like yeah. tomorrow, because that's yeah. how quick it works. But one of the easiest things, like I said, is that bookmarking the saved option. I literally have everything laid out. Like I, my save, like literally entrepreneur season, I got one for nutrition, um, one about designs. I call it UI UX so I can see what different app screens look like. Um, and now that I save them, right, the Instagram algorithm knows this is what I'm saving. So this is the need to make sure I see more of. Um, so it's really like, if you think about it, you're really training Instagram to like yeah. show you what you want. Um, but I would say that. And then uh, a lot of things that people forget about. And like I said, this is all stuff I know because I wanted to be big in design. So I'll study what people are doing. Um, but if you really want to get like really deep into like making sure your Instagram is personalized as possible, you start getting interactive. So for instance, I'm a follow code with Chris on Instagram and I'm mm -hmm. a comment under his last three posts. Like, I really enjoyed this. Like, yo, that was dope. I didn't know you could do this with, you know, Xcode, yada, yada, yada. Um, and the Instagram algorithm going to work again. Like, you'll be surprised. Mm -hmm. You actually get followers similar to that person from doing it. I don't know how it works. Just be, I don't know how that works. But mm -hmm. I ain't complaining because that's free followers. You know what I mean? But <laughs> what I'm saying is you'll find more and more pages. And certain popular pages, like, attack people similar to that to market so they can get more followers. So, like, Blackbirds, I found out about them because it was uh, I was looking up, like, Swift books. And they happen to be selling one. So they use the hashtag Swift. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's that simple. Um, but I would definitely, like, implore everybody who's listening, because this is a podcast. It's crazy. I keep forgetting. But I would implore uh, everybody who's listening to take the time and write down what they want to learn on Instagram. And then go make sure they start liking those pictures. Like, go search for that stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and then Reels, too. I don't know if you seen how uh, TikTok's kind of been basically banned. And so Instagram capitalized and made Reels. Same concept with reels. Reels are stupid educational. Uh, for me, I've been learning a lot about photography from reels. And so, literally, bro, <laughs> I promise you, if you like like five reels, of that's the only thing you're gonna be seeing. So yeah, <laughs> photography and then modeling. Those yeah. are the two biggest ones, bro. Like it's it's crazy. Um. So yeah, those like reels are super super cool because like people people get their value from reels. Like for instance, for me. Like, as a content creator, I'm going to make sure. Like, y'all see my reel of my, uh, me throwing on a different rap team, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, I'm glad y'all like it. But so with that being said, um, as more and more people like videos like that, they're going to see my video more and more. So, like, I'm even using that to my advantage. Like, not even what I see, but what I want people to see, too. Uh, yeah. So, like, it works both ways. Yeah, it's kind of like the old hashtag Instagram. That reminds me of the social... Um, is it Delima? Delima, yeah. Delima, yes. Okay. Have you seen that? Have you seen that movie on um Netflix? What movie? Social Dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that's a good. That's a good movie. That's a good so, movie. So you know you've been talking about like hackathons and and how that's how that's how that's how you've gotten better with coding. Mm. And I know that. Hackathons, it's always best to be in a in a team. I uh, guess yeah. if not, you're gonna set yourself to death. Yeah. And and I know and I, okay, I, okay, yeah. I've mentioned about your litigation crew mm -hmm. in the podcast. How important has litigation been to like your success, career-wise? Yeah. Self development getting internships like how important has teamwork for you uh, teamwork yeah. for you um, i just want to say 
<clears throat> y'all ask really great questions on a podcast. Like some people ask very base level questions. You know, I just want to say y'all doing a great job of keeping it real. But uh, Appreciate it. Appreciate even it. with the lituation, bro, the most important group of men in my life, hands down. You know what I'm saying? So like even even today, I tweeted. I said I pray. Like you can see if you go on my Twitter right now, you see it. I said I pray that everyone finds a lituation, and we all value like team building. Because if you think, like I'm saying, this is like one of the realest things I can tell anybody. We don't have a unique skill. Like, I'm coding. Anyone can go on YouTube and code. You know what I mean? Like, I'm using Photoshop. Anyone can watch the tutorial and learn how to do Photoshop. The difference is that we have this really unique energy, this crazy chemistry. Um, and, like, I would say we trust each other in a, in a hackathon environment. So, for a good example, Dom is the business guy, right? He's a business management major. He currently invests right in the market. Like he does all of our business plans. We come up with app ideas just to make sure we're straight. Right, we work on it with him, but he's usually the go-to guy, right? Like he's tackling all that. He talks about five-year projections, like all the real stuff that companies do. Like he's yeah. making sure we have it for the presentation. And so, like if we're all in a, we we have to make a lot of crucial decisions in 24 hours. So, like if we work on a presentation and we're like, okay, like let's say for example, I say, um, I think our go-to-market strategy should be we could deal directly with consumers on Instagram, right? And Dom's like, no, we should deal with consumers on Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok marketing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to take Dom's word because I trust that Dom knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like that's, at the end of the day, that saved us a lot because one of us who specializes in what we do was like, I think we need to do it this way. And I'm like, I, I trust that you know what you know. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. um, I think that's really helped us a lot. But in terms of like just team building, we're all friends. We all live in the same house. You know what I mean? Like, at yeah. the same time, we innovate together. We also fight with each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> we, like you you see, we know each other, like, inside and out. You know what I mean? Um, but in terms of, like, how other people, because we always wonder, like, how can other people really, you know, kind of, like, recreate uh, that chemistry? Um, and I think, like, it's really an organic thing, if that makes sense. You can walk past this. Yeah. yeah. It's an uh, organic thing because like it's not like we were like, yo, we got to be a team for this competition. We all just happen to be – most of us happen to be friends. And we were like, yo, it's this competition going on. Y'all should come. Um, but I think in a hackathon setting – so a good way to explain this, a hackathon is almost like the NBA playoffs. Okay, this is the best way to explain it. So imagine like scrimmaging, you practice with your team the whole season. Mm -hmm. But that's completely different from playing at the game level. You know what I mean? Like – yeah. Were, like, I can make threes all day in practice, <laughs> but it's the playoffs. I can't miss. You know what I mean? Like, I can't afford to miss. So, like, what I'm saying is that's a different level of pressure. So, like, you really see how, how your people work. Um, and, like, we're always there to help each other. I think another good thing is that with us all having creative mindsets, um, as a team, we can all put that creativity to one goal. So, like, we always listen to each other. We all shoot ideas off each other. So, even if I have my own business idea, like my rap tees, for example, I brought a lot of those ideas to Dom. I brought them to D. I brought them to Chris, right? Like, we all started to – I brought them to Gigi to Fargo so that we could all make each other's ideas better. And that's what I feel like a lot of teams don't do now. It's like they just say, okay, just cause for the sake of the competition, we're going to work as a team. But what happens after that competition? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about it. A lot of times when people win, the reason why we're able to pursue what we do is because we're still a team after we win. Like, I won this competition, and now I'm going to make this app real that I want to – you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people can't do that because they don't have a, a team or a group of friends, like they're going to continuously be with. Um, so I would definitely encourage everybody, you know, go find your situation. Uh, yeah. 
but don't force your situation. You know what I mean? Like, by a good way to really determine how good you can work in a team with somebody, get into a high pressure situation with them. Like, like you ain't like go find a, a fake business case competition or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And go get like two of your friends and be like, "This is due tomorrow." You know what I mean? Or, like go go do a project with somebody, but make it urgent. Like this due in two days. How we gonna work together? And then you see how people work in the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we spoke about um chemistry and you know find your situation. So actually, mm. coincidentally, one of um uh listeners asked the question to you that how do you find a group of friends that kind of focused in the same like vision you guys have mm-hmm. how do you find that sort of friends yeah like just like like-minded individuals yeah yeah, yeah um because for us loki it was kind of an accident we just all happened to like the same stuff <laughs> but um i would say for people if your goal is like right like how do i get my team right this similar minded uh a lot of people like overlook networking events so like even at school right so one of the biggest reasons why we're successful is because we're still students so like we can finesse the fact that we're students like because i'm a student i can now enter this competition you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and what i'm saying is because you're a student you have opportunities to like go to networking events with nesby you know what i mean with like acm with poetry club whatever your organization is and you can find people like everyone's at this event because y'all are interested in something you know for that event right like if it's nesby in some way, shape, or form, we're all engineers, right? Whether that be like electrical, mechanical, construction, like whatever that thing is. Um, but I would say for a lot of people, it's not like you can just post a, like a, a, a letter and be like, I'm looking for <laughs> entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't really work. But it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, that's tough. But what I, would, what I would suggest people do is find something to create a community with. So like, even if that's like you decide, because something I decided to do, right, was create an a entrepreneur group chat on Twitter. So like now I have I'll add it on too by the way. But now <laughs> you know you create this group chat and now you have people, you know the people are joining because they're entrepreneurs and they want to like gain knowledge, right? And work with other entrepreneurs in the same group chat. And so like that's something very small. It's free to make a Twitter group chat. You just gotta make a tweet and get people's ad names. You know what I mean? And that can lead to something far greater. Same thing with photography, right? You can make a photography group chat, you can make graphic design group chat. Um, but I think especially with COVID, we can be virtual and you can connect with people that have similar mindsets from all over the world. So like, it could be as simple, bro, as you post on your Instagram story tonight, like, I love, you know what I mean, coding. And I'm starting this journey with anybody else, you know, like to be on it with me, you know what I mean, type thing. And y'all just throw each other in the group, right? And so now y'all keep each other updated. Like, yo, I learned how to do this today. I learned how to do that today. I'm making an app today. Um, But with that being said, I'm in a lot of also very crucial group meetings. I'm in this thing called the Black Valley, which uh, if you don't know the valley is like Silicon Valley where Google I'm is. In so the big tech company. You're, okay, hey, you in the hey, man, guy, you guys guys guys. Guys. Black Valley. You guys gotta argue that. Yeah, I'm gonna add you. But um, with that being said, those are all like literally like black students or an mm-hmm. alumni now, right? You're the student, you graduated, but they're black and they're entrepreneurs with tech-based company. And like we have a tech-based company. You know what I mean? So like now I'm connected with people that do that. Um, so yeah, dog. I, I just if you can find any way to jump into a community that's already doing it or create an event to invite that community, you'll find people that you know have that like minded view, yeah, yeah. So, um, you spoke about networking that was combined, and um, from the first that I met you, you were this um guy with like charisma and like so much confidence, and like as a very nice way of carrying himself. So, 
for um freshmen or whoever you know that needs this advice that how do you you know carry yourself how do you embrace that self-confidence how do you acquire that um charisma yeah. self-confidence and how do you even network yeah. that's real these yo y'all questions are crazy uh it, i can admit like it's not always easy Cause like, bro, being real, but like, there's some days, but like, I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> like, today, bro, I don't want to talk to nobody. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to make an app today, but I'm tired. You know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> it'd be like that, bro. It'd be like, but what I'm saying, um, on campus at least, like, just keeping a positive attitude, like, a, a big motivator for me was knowing I was doing my own thing. If that makes sense, like, I wasn't worried. Like, realistically, I feel like I can say this because it isn't a school podcast. But like, realistically, like. <laughs> I'm not as worried about school as I am. But this like, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I'm Because this is what's going to make me my millions when I graduate. You know what I mean? It's not a, a, a job. It's not my degree. If we're being realistic, it's the experience. You know what I mean? What I'm doing now. Um, and so, like, I just had one end goal, bro. And we all have that same end goal. Like, we all want to live in the same house and be the same company, like, as long as we can. And so, like, for me, that's, like, enough, like, motivation to make me get out of bed in the morning. Like, I, I get it. I got a code today. Cause I want us to make a million dollars. I gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to. But um, in terms of stuff that's not like business related, right? Like, how do you just like, you know, like stay focused? You know what I mean? Like, how do you just like stay positive? Um, I think like a big factor is that I am in these different communities. They kind of keep me uplifted. Like being president of Poetry Club, uh, especially like during last year when everything's still in person, right before COVID. Like, it's it's really helpful because we only meet every other Wednesday, but it's really helpful to like have a lot of people, and you know, a lot of people are struggling, right? I suppose that's kind of like what our like art form is, um, mm-hmm. to see other people struggling, but they still gonna write about it. You know what I mean? Like they still gonna yeah. share it and still keep pushing. So like anytime, bro, I definitely, I never take for granted, like the moments I get to talk to somebody on the quad, like comedy, bro, like we're not gonna sit out there. The first day I mentioned, I was gonna sit out there, engineer building, I was gonna talk to you for hours if I didn't have to go. I even gave you a ride back, bro. I gave you yep. a ride back to the dorm. Yep. But yep. what I'm saying is I value that time. Like, everybody does it nowadays. This is really rare to find. But, like, I, as a person and a human, like, I really value the time I get to, like, talk to another human. You know what I mean? Because that's rare. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you look at, like, just where we're headed, you know, like, everybody's so into social media, bro. Yeah. Like, everybody's just trying to get out. You know what I mean? And, like, taking advantage of the time is that. Because to me, sometimes that, um like, boosts my day. When I talk to somebody like Hansi, right? Who got a whole bunch of goals like i never knew you before but it was cool hearing what you got planned like you you helped you know inspire me to want to stay positive that day because i got stuff planned so yeah so i know that aside like coding hackathons yeah you are into more stuff like you mentioned right now you're the president of poetry club and i know the way i met you was for when you did the tour the campus tour and I got your card, and I kept the card. Ah. And I, saw you, I saw you later on, then we started talking. I remember that was a long talk. We went back and forth, went around the whole engineering building. Yeah. I remember that. And I also know that you're into soulful expression. You skate. Yeah. Um, all that vintage. Yeah. Um, there's one more. There's one more I'm leaving out. What is it? I make music too, bro. I make yes, music. sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, like, how do you find the balance? Mm. Because, you know, people have it in mind that someone who's good at coding is probably, you know, 
glasses, no friends, that kind of thing. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do you so. beat the outdated the outdated expect, uh, expectation? Because that's really, I'm big on beating outdated yeah. expectations. How do you beat the outdated expectation of, oh, even though you code really well, you into business, networking, and yeah. all, you still have your extracurricular activities? Yeah, uh, most people would say like it's a time management thing. I don't even think it's a time management thing. Like one of the biggest quotes I live by, and so I I said this quote one day, and then I googled it, and I couldn't find who said it. So I'm gonna just say this mine now. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, basically, the quote is like, uh, "If you love what you do, you'll do what you love." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So essentially, if if I love doing these, however many activities I do. Like, I'm straight. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always going to make time for them because at the end of the day, people are going to make time for what they want to make time for. Like, you, you can yeah. come up with a thousand excuses why you can't do something, mm-hmm. but you will never come up for, with an excuse for that one thing you love doing every day. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I would say, like, in terms of finding that balance, uh, you got to figure out what's worth, like, losing time out the day. Because, like, even though I did just say that, right, like, time is still valuable. Like, in 24 hours, like, us individuals, like, literally, we have a lot of stuff we have to do, like, every 24 hours. And so, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you can get kind of strategic with it. So one thing I do just to make sure like I'm balanced with everything I got going on every day, like, so I don't lose hours, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. I still gotta go to sleep, right? Like I'm t- if I didn't have to go to sleep, I wouldn't even be, you know what I mean? Like I, I could possibly be the greatest out, you know, nobody had to sleep. But um, one thing I do to help me like maximize my productivity, help me balance out what I got going on is I'll make a to-do list for what I got that night before in my notes. And so like literally I just do bullet points, like the checklist on my uh, yeah. iPhone notes. And so, like, when I get up next month, that's the first thing I look at. All right, what I, because that, that's the track of mine I want to be on. Like, okay, what can I complete right now? Like, I know I get it's eight o'clock in the morning. I'm a little tired. But what's the first thing I can complete? Okay, what's the second thing I can complete? Um, so, like, that definitely helps. But, like, people, it's, it's not more of a time management, but a task management, if that makes sense. Because, like, I could have me, you know, after classes, uh, like hosting my poetry club meeting, that could be two hours long, right? Mm-hmm. But like me making an app could take like six days to six months. You know what I mean? But like the question is, what can I do every day to like get everything accomplished? You know what I mean? So like, how do you break those things up? So I would definitely uh, like employ everybody, you know what I'm saying? Listening to try and break down your weeks, if that makes sense. So like, say I want to complete five things this week. I want to, and make sure these things are diverse. Like yeah. one thing be write a poem, one thing be do photography, one thing be make a song, one thing be learn how to code this, that, and the third, and then see what can you do every day, and then go do it. So will you describe yourself as eclectic or eccentric? Ooh. Man, I think a little bit both, personally, but uh, more on the... Oh, this is hard. This is, this is hard. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. <laughs> See now you're asking the realest, the realest questions. Uh just off the strength of my energy, like I would say eccentric. And I would say that because like y- y'all hear me, you know what I mean? Like I'm passionate about what I do, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. super creative. But like my creativity, I'm not. I wasn't always like D1 at like design, like physically creative stuff. You know what I mean? Like I could write like poems as a kid, 
But like, other than that, like, I can't draw, bro. Like, I can, I've never used Photoshop until really, like, the pandemic started and I really got into it. Um, so, like, I, I was never somebody who's, like, naturally, like, just super creative. Like, these are things I've all had to work on. So, that's why I would say more eccentric um, as opposed to collecting. Hey, just a quick plug, you know, what's thing about creativity right now. So, we just dropped two videos, um, two podcast episodes on how to be creative. Hey. From my guys. Okay. You guys can check it out. Yeah. Okay. Smooth. <laughs> We'd love to see it. So, um, my question is like, you do all this stuff, you do everything. And um, earlier you said that literation is kind of one of your motivations to do that. Hey, the old gang got to eat, and we have to make these meals and stuff like that. Aside from <laughs> before um, the literation, like, what was your primary motivation to do all these things and to keep um, on going together? Mm. You said like before the situation? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Now nah, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, like I, I always been somebody that was goal driven. Um, just from like mentorship in high school, right? So like I, I just I've always had multiple passions. You know, what I mean, I, I always hated like being placed in that box. Like to what Council was talking about earlier. Um, and so like a part of me does live to like prove to people like I'm not gonna fit in that box. You know what I mean? Like no matter how bad you are. <laughs> Like, you know, a black boy, like, from Chicago to not be good at coding and design. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not – that's not going to be uh, – but I would definitely say, though, um, like, before, like, pre situation or whatever, um, like, one of the biggest, like, motivators that I had was just, like, I know I wanted to be, like, successful at, like, whatever I wanted to do. Like, before meeting the – because I didn't really know what I wanted to do career-wise until I, like, became part of the situation or whatever. Um, but I knew I wanted to be successful at it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm just be good at what I do and I'm gonna try these different things. And I think that's one like thing that's differentiating me from a lot of like other freshmen coming in. Is like mm-hmm. I wasn't afraid, even in high school, but like I wasn't afraid to like publicly be trash. You know, like I wasn't afraid to be like bad at a at a, a skill. Like a good example, like my poetry was good, but it was nowhere where it is now, you know what I mean, in high school. But I was okay. Mm-hmm with that because a lot of people just think you start off as like D1, you, you know what I mean? Like NBA playoffs, like that's never the case. You always have to work at something. Like I just, I, I never understood that, but like, and so with that being said, uh, like I just, I knew I wanted to be like good at whatever I did. And so like, I'd always work, you know, where, where, but I, what I would advise everybody listening, like coming in as a freshman, cause that's for me, that was pre situation, like as freshman. Um, yeah. Like lose the fear of like, wondering how you look doing something because like a, a good example is like a model like constantly all right so like a model walk right yeah. first time walking the runway whatever you're probably gonna look weird right if you've never done it before mm-hmm. but you're gonna walk you know every day as long as you got to until mm-hmm. it look good and then when it looks good people think you're the greatest walker ever right yeah because it because it looks great but nobody right nobody really cares that you have to start trash right like nobody cares mm-hmm. once you're great uh which I always I think it was trash, a trash thing about society. You know, nobody cares once uh, <laughs> take it. But um, with that being said, though, I would definitely say, yeah, but, like, just lose the fear of, like, you know, feeling like you look, you know, ugly doing something, feeling like it's not good enough. Because eventually it will be. And when it is, you're going to be like, wow, all that time I spent was really working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if someone, since, so like, now that you said you, because, like, if you told me, if if I didn't know you, if we didn't have this conversation, I would think that you've been coding since you you were 
you were in like your first trimester in your mom's stomach. You <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's what I'll have thought. And now that you said it's a sophomore year, and I was like, oh shit, I'm a sophomore now. So if <laughs> someone is to change their major, like if someone is afraid of changing mm. their major, what advice would you give it, give to them? Someone like wants to change to CS and like is bothered about the whole, oh, I have to have been coding since I was like. Right. So biggest thing I would say, no matter what your major is, Nobody other than you says that's what you have to do when you graduate. So, like, a good example, right, with CS, a lot of people who don't like the code go in the uh, product management positions. Well, like, you still got to have an understanding, but now you're managing a whole bunch of people that code, right, as opposed to actually doing the coding yourself. But, like, even within every major, like, it, it breaks down a lot. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're a mechanical engineer, you know, doesn't mean, like, you're building planes all day. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's yeah. like a lot of different roles you can have within that. Like there's different things you can uh, specify. So like most schools offer concentration or something. Uh, like there's different things you can concentrate in if that makes sense. It's like me, right? I'm CS. You think I'll be making databases. That's trash. I, I hate doing that. I, I like developing apps. You know <laughs> what I mean? But like I found a route that worked for me with my major. So like there, I feel like there's always something that like somebody's somewhat passionate about. Like whether that be for an English major, you know, they're passionate about um, like magazine writing, right? You know what I mean? Like instead of <clears throat> like writing books, right? They enjoy like doing magazine editorials, right? That's just, that's their one lane. But now they got that that room in, you know, to be able to make it happen. But so for people like trying to think about switching major, um, don't feel like you can't, you know what I mean? Like spend, if the time is worth you doing what you love, like you should, you know what I mean? You should obviously take the time. Um, but I understand for some people it's not that easy, right? Because like you still, you still have to pay for college. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you still have to pay for the, the time you're here. Um, but if if whatever somebody's thinking of changing it to, sit down and see what are the different jobs that major has, and then be like, okay, I can see myself doing this. And if you can see yourself doing it, then you should change the major. Um, yeah. So we're talking about you know picking lips of faith, um, changing major doing multiple things and things like that. So what would you say for someone who is kind of a bit conservative, or what would you say to them to, you know, take that leap of faith? How do you take on taking leap of faith? Crucial. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I just want to say y'all question. I don't know if, if y'all can find a way to get the school to pick up this podcast, because it's, it's, it's super dope. I think y'all should, uh, these questions are crazy. Okay. But uh, for in terms of like people just wanting to take that leap, Cause you're right. I do see that with a lot of students. Like a lot of people aren't the most out there, like most outspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would definitely suggest do something. Find like the fine line between comfortable and uncomfortable. So like a good example is with coding, right? Like something completely uncomfortable for me that I hate doing. Is making a database, all the back end stuff, and connecting my app to that database. I I just hate doing it, bro. I just I it's just not my type. That's like the real code. Like I just hate doing it. Um, but something I can do is a like little middle step to get there. That's not as uncomfortable for me, but can help me jump into there. Is okay. Maybe I'll practice making a like 
website that connects to my app, if that makes sense. Or like <clears throat> find something very small you can do within whatever it is that you're trying to like ultimately get to. So like, okay, skateboard, a great example of skateboard. I, I love you skateboard examples. It's like dropping in is one of the scariest things to do in skateboard. And that's when I put my board on the edge of like the bowl yeah. or the ramp and I just mm-hmm. drop straight in. That's probably the scariest thing you will ever do in skate. Like it's just it's like you might fall, you might not, right? And so like to work yourself up there, you practice dropping in on really small things. Like I'll drop in off a bench, or like I'll drop in off oh. a chair that's low, or like I'll drop in off like the side of a wall as opposed to a big ramp. Um mm-hmm. so like for people who want to take that leap of faith, I say find something that's very small, you know what I mean? Like you're not taking a really crazy step, but it's leaning towards the direction you're trying to go. So the last question for me is, yeah. is going to be quite personal for you, but but it's still needed. So I've mentioned everything you do. I've mentioned your rapping, entrepreneurial coding, networking, yeah. leadership positions. And you still have a girl. And oh, yeah. Yeah, you still have a so. How do you have like? How do you balance? Another question about balance again. So how do you have time to go on dates? Yeah, still like maintaining your social life and your academic life. Yeah, who we really on a podcast right now? So about this. So, so check. So <laughs> what you probably missed in like the last like four months is like me and that girl are no longer together. Uh, tough, super tough, super tough. I know, tough. tough. And you record, so like it's already. That's just, just, just tough. That's just tough. That's tough. We could end, we could just cut this part out and then yeah, yeah, ask yeah, another yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I was just gonna ask based on responses. To be honest, what? I already asked the media question. Or oh, what responses? Oh no, like based on his responses, like oh but yeah though, how did you even get into rapping? Like you and Figo and order. Yeah, uh man, I could always like freestyle. Like we you know our friends are always throwing beats, right? Like I could rap, I could kill a beat, right? I could kill like I was you know what I'm saying I could do my thing, but I never really sat down and got like structured with it, if that makes sense. But I listened to a lot of old 90s rap, like that hardcore, like Biggie, like Nas. Mm-hmm. Like when they were really spitting, you know what I mean? Like they were talking about real issues, but also bars at the same time. Uh, but no, nah, my boy Gigi, you know, problem in real situation. You know what I mean? We always doing the thing. But uh, when we all moved in down here in Florida, he had been rapping for about like two months. Um, and then he built his own home studio in his room. So literally, like actually right now as we speak, he's in the studio making a song right now. Um, wow. And so, like, yeah, I always grind, you know, I'm so proud. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, uh, we we were going to something and, you know, we was talking about, like, just beats or something like that. And I was like, you know, I think I want to, like, make a song or whatever. So I'm playing, like, YouTube beats, like, all night. And I finally found one. I wrote something to it. And I came down to his studio. Like, he's right, literally right under my room. I just walked down there. Um, and I was like, yo, I got the song I want to record because he got all the technology and stuff. And it's really dope because he does it himself. Like, that's really inspiring to get into the back and see your friend, like, engineering his own, like, vocals with his own beat. 
Like, it's really inspirational. Uh, and then I was like, I got this song. He was like, yo, this is hot. And then we recorded it. And then he was like, let's do a duo EP. This is how it started. He had the idea, but he was like, because I had the song at first, and he jumped on my song. And then he was like, we might as well do a whole EP, like almost <laughs> an album of like rap, like just me and him. Uh, so literally, bro, we spent seven days, y'all, seven, like, realistically, for seven days, I didn't do schoolwork. For seven days, I didn't pitch an app. For seven days, I didn't touch a line of code. And for seven days, we made, like, a track literally every day. Wow. And then we, we ended with uh, five songs on the EP, and then we dropped it the next week. Uh, and so, like, that's, that's how I got into it. It was really him, like, him having the studio and, like, motivating me, like, get in there. Uh, do some professional. So now, like, we got a second EP out. And we only been rapping for like a month and a half. We got two EPs. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming out. You know, I mean, album, a music video we recorded last night. Matter of fact, uh, when, when is it? Yeah. When is it dropping? Uh, it's dropping like it's gonna drop in like two weeks. Yeah, but you had it first here. Yeah, you had it here first. You heard it. First. I can't tell you what song it is. You know what I mean? But just know it's, uh, it's okay. But no, with that being said, like we're just rapping. Um. It's like it's like very motivational, like to see him doing it. Cause like me and if you didn't know, me and Gigi have known each other long as out of everybody in the situation. I know him since high school. So like way before like even coming to AM. Um and he'd always been like in the rap. And so to see him like really doing it, you know, like on his own. And to know like literally y'all, this man paid like, I want to say like eleven hundred dollars to buy all his like computer equipment. He built his computer from scratch, bought all the soundboard and stuff to make his room soundproof. He bought his monitors to put them up. Like, he got the full studio set up. So to see your man's doing that, right, like, that's just dumb motivation uh, to get in there. Um, like, we probably going to make a song tonight, really soon. Okay. But, yeah. All right. All right. So, we need to do two things there. All right. Drop yeah. all your plugs so everyone can, like, you know, follow you on social media and all. And we'd like you to rap, you know, on the LX2 podcast, a quick freestyle. About the I could, I could, I could give you a beat if you're. Oh, yes, sir. Let's do oh, it. for real? All right, all right. You can throw the beat on. Well, I'll do the plugs while he get the beat right. Um, so you, I'm weak. But so it's your boy. You know what I mean? Um, Definitely follow me, poeticxjustin.lituation. You might as well follow everybody else in the lituation. If you look at my followers and type in .lituation, everybody going to pop up. Um. Definitely follow our vintage shop, all that dot vintage. We push sustainable fashion. We got a lot of 90s inspired pieces. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? I want to give a big shout out to my boy Josh. Y'all know who Josh is. Uh, he used to go to Anum like three years ago. And he he's really big on like uh, highlighting creatives in Atlanta. He got a page called Rage Forever ATL. I help him do designs for it. And we just highlight underground rap artists uh, and like uh fashion designers in Atlanta and they're all over. Um, and then who else? I want to shout out Love Is. If y'all know what Love Is is, my boy Prof, a.k.a. Chris from The Lituation, got his own creative yeah. branding agency. Yes, they create yeah. everything for rappers, artists, musicians, painters, fashion designers, hairstylists, whatever it is, you know, he help you get your message across uh, so you can have crazy fans, you know what I mean, supporting you and whatnot. So yeah, they're my plugs. And then, and then, lastly, 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 my rap name is the letter J. Uh, Gigi's rap name is Kai L, K A I, capital L. Uh, you can find us on Apple Music, Spotify, um, maybe YouTube. I don't know. You know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. All right. So, are you ready? 
Yeah. Boy, ain't just the cypher beat, the big yeah. sign. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be off because it's streaming through Zoom, but I uh well let's let's see. All right, uh, all right, I say it's the letter J. I know my alphabet. Uh, I'll be off the checks. I'll be off the next like a chiropractor, and I might react to it. Uh, and I might go back to back like asthma attack. If you breathe on the track and I need what I need, I'm at your weave like some tracks. Uh, if you get it, I get it. And I spit hey. it, I get it. And I kick it, keep flipping. And I hey. get it. Use the rhythm hey. and I rap like that. Um, hey. I ran out of rhymes. That was hard. That was sick. That was sick. Hey, I need you to edit it and make sure it's on beat, though. <laughs> Anybody? I feel I feel like the smartest person right now. Because yeah. <laughs> mine's been filled up, you know. <laughs> like love. Motivation, inspiration, just in like the span of one hour. So y'all know where to catch Justin on Poetic X Justin Twitter and Instagram. You can follow his um his pages. Check out his EP on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, I remain Kamsi. You can follow me on the underscore Kamsi, and you can follow LX3's podcast at DLX3 on Instagram. And on Spotify, and I remain the one and only Olashibumi Olaipo, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Olashibumi. You already know what's up with it. And you guys, do not forget, you know, to subscribe, like it, share with everybody. Feel me? Support our grind. Appreciate it. I have a lovely day. Weekend. Now, why do you? Why did you put effect in your voice? Are <laughs> <laughs> you Oliver Queen? <laughs> 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 well, yeah, you already know the vibes, man. All right, y'all. All right.